Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. I wrote the new three R's in education, respect, responsibility, and relationships, 15 years ago. At the time, it was difficult for teachers, parents, and administrators to buy into this philosophy. With the events over the past many years, I believe that this book has more meaning now than ever. I'll be sharing chapters of this book during the next 10 episodes of Anti-Bullying 101 with commentary and ask that you take a good hard look at the state of society, education, and our culture and consider what you hear, and use the philosophy to facilitate change. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. We are covering the new, th- the, re- the new three R's in education. We're revisiting a book that I wrote 15 years ago. And um, going over this book with you chapter by chapter, so you could see where I was 15 years ago, and how things have deteriorated right now. And we're on chapter 6. And in chapter 6, it's a very short chapter, I am going to be covering with you really how it all happened. The title of the chapter is The Loss of Respect, Responsibility, and Relationships Over Time. And while I was writing the, the chapter... And going over the illustrations, I longed for the day when my parents were alive, even though I didn't get along with them. We made peace at the end, but even though I had difficulty with my parents, I still wished that they were alive. And it kind of made me wish that the last 40 years weren't so permissive, and that I could write about something else. You see, the bottom line is, you reach a point as an adult, hopefully, where you realize that your parents were right. Now, my parents weren't right all the time, and I had to learn how to confront them 
as I got older, because if you don't learn and understand how to confront your parents as you get older, you know what'll happen? You're going to have a real hard time growing up. Then you'll always be looked at as a kid, and the Thanksgiving table won't be as much fun as, as you think it's going to be. It might be difficult to comprehend, but make no mistake about it. The previous chapter, which was chapter 5, where I went over the 10 compromises, truly illustrates the deterioration of society and the family and educational systems. Now, I've had a, a bit of a break in here between chapter 5 and chapter 6. So those of you who are faithful listeners to Anti-Bullying 101... Go back and listen to chapter 5. Actually, chapter 5 is in two parts. So you may, because it was such a gigantic chapter where I covered the compromises. They illustrate what disrespect, meaning the, uh, the compromises, and irresponsible, irresponsibility can do to a person. And so uh, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you a thumbnail sketch of what's truly going on with our children today. And today was 15 years ago. So now I'm you're really so you could only imagine what I was seeing then and how much worse things have gotten 15 years later. Now Many children today have lost respect for their parents and any system of authority. As they grow older and and they have become adults who, because of their lack of respect for their parents, lack the necessary skills to raise and discipline their own children. Hear me on that one. The more the relationship between the uh, adult children and their parents is, the more it deteriorates, the greater the chance that the adult children will lose sight of right and wrong behaviors and even some of the smallest decisions that they have to make there'll be confusion. They'll lose the ability to discipline their own children. And this is because of the anger and the bitterness that is built up. And I've said it before, there's a giant hole inside of every person that wants to have a relationship with their parents. No matter how old they are and whether they're dead or alive, they wish they had a better relationship with them. That relationship with your parents interferes with you as an adult in raising and disciplining your own children. Too often children come to school undisciplined and lack the self-control necessary to respect the educational system. Then they become a behavior problem in school. But what happens? The parents will fight the system and believe that the system is the problem, not them. Then they look for reasons for their children, their child's disrespect and irresponsibility 
and they can become relieved when someone tells them that their their kid may have ADD or ODD or some other condition. In other words, it's not me. He's got something wrong with him. I hate to tell you, it is you. And it's you as a parent and your relationship with your own parents. Then they, they just basically accept the faulty diagnosis and they begin to find all manner of excuses for their child's behavior. And by default, they ultimately will agree with disrespectful and irresponsible behavior and become more permissive in their parenting. And then they expect the school to do the same. And that's where we lock horns. And over the course of the last 15 years, what's happened? Everybody wins. There's win-win situation. Everybody wins. Everyone gets the trophy. I hate to tell you, if everybody wins, nobody wins. Behavior is excused. We find all manner of, of um, reasoning behind certain behaviors. More and more conditions cropping up, blaming the condition on the behavior and still not holding the kid ac accountable. And we begin to communicate to the child that his behavior is not bad and that everyone else has the problem, not them. You know, when we lie to kids and we give them a false sense of their academic or behavioral performance, what we're actually saying is you're okay. And I tell you right now, the word awesome has got to be removed because we use the word awesome with young children and they hear it and then they start to think, well, where else, do I, where else can I go? I'm already awesome. Respect and responsibility need to be taught along with the ability to get along with others. And kids who are left to themselves, who are not corrected for a poor attitude in these three vital areas become adults who will be dismal failures as people, students, employees, as mates, and as parents to their own children. The surrendered ground that has been given up to permissiveness by teachers and parents, and teachers have to do it by default because parents put so much pressure on them to just leave their kid alone. It's not my kid. Who, so what did someone do to him? You know, and so on. By default, teachers are placed in this position. And they can't fight City Hall, so they give up. But that surrendered ground has got to be taken back with an insistence that children learn the basics of being respectful, responsible, and they have to develop the ability to get along and have positive relationships with others. This is a serious problem, my friends. It was serious 15 years ago. It's even more serious now. 
I urge you to listen to this section, this piece that I'm doing right now, and tell others, because we are going down a path right now that we don't want to go, because I've seen it. It started 15 years ago. It probably started 20 years ago. And now, guess what? We're 20 years later. It's worse. What do you think is going to happen in the next 20 years? My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Please go to my website, bullyproofclassroom.com. Once again, I will leave a uh, link in, in this episode description for you to go there. Support the Bullyproof Classroom. There's products there. There's, I mean, it's not like you're going to hand over money, although you can donate. But there's products that you can get, things that will help you in your classroom, online courses you can take. Support the Bullyproof Classroom. And as you do, as you do realize that you will be helping those who are victims and those who are bullies and adults who are having difficulty dealing with their children, maybe dealing with adult bullying at work, maybe dealing with sexual harassment, but we will be helping you will be helping others and you will be making a difference. Once again, my name's Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. It's a little cloudy here in New Jersey right now. It's 2.20 on a Friday afternoon. Sorry it took me so long to get back at you with this, with this podcast. It was a short one, but it, I made my point. A little cloudy. I got to work this weekend. It's Super Bowl weekend, but I'll be home in time for the Super Bowl. It's going to be a great weekend. It's a great day. It's always a great day when you wake up and you can get vertical. And you're doing well. And you have good health. It's always good. But if it's not, always remember, folks that you carry your own weather around with you. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101.